0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: We are back. DeSoto Soto Eagles football is. What's up out there with it, the world? What's... What's up out there with it, the world? What's... What's up out there with it, the world? What's... We are back. The Soto Eagles. What's up out there with it, the world? What's up? And Welcome everyone to the RF Sports Radio Show, a little technical difficulty there getting our intro started, but we don't need the intro tonight, we got so much sports to talk about, everything that's going on, of course, we have a special edition tonight, because we have to get our NFL picks in for week 10, so without further ado, let's get our show started, let me welcome our, our uh, star of the show, as I always say, Mr. Royce, Fisher Royce, how are you doing tonight, sir? Well,
0: Rodney, I'm not doing so good tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in mourning for the loss of uh, Mike Brown, and uh, the Lakers are wanted for. Not, nah, I'm just joking, man. I feel say, why
1: are you mourning Mike Brown? <laughs> this, this is this is this is a this is a, a happy day for myself. I, I've been waiting on this day to happen since they hired Mike Brown last year. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later on the well, show. So you know,
0: I'm, to... I'm happy to see the Lakers won at four. That's why I'm happy.
1: Okay, so we'll talk about that. I'll also get to the NFL uh, picks as well and also pick a few college games if we have the time to as well. Uh, so make sure you follow us online at rfsportsradio.com. Also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio and also take the time to tune in to our video show by going to the website Clicking on the RFSN TV tab, where you can actually watch episode one of season two, which ironically features our first topic, Mike Brown and the Los Angeles Lakers. He gets fired today. We all know what happened last night. If you haven't seen it, before, seen it yet, Kobe gave him the death stare, the ice stare last night, and they're one and four. We know about that. And I am not surprised whatsoever with the move that the Lakers organization made today. I'm not surprised. Not one bit. I knew it was coming. I, my only question is why didn't it happen sooner? There's no way you allow a Laker team to start the season, the preseason, 0-8 and then come out 1-4 and keep your job.
0: Well, you know, uh, we were at that first opening night game when they played the Lakers. And, you know, right after the game, that was a buzz of the whole town. Every talk show, every sports show. I mean, they came down on Mike Brown like you wouldn't believe. I have never heard fans that upset. Oh, and that was just the first game. But yeah, you right. I have my opinion on that. I have my opinion on that. And when we get into that, I'm, I'm gonna state mine. I know you glad to see him gone. You wasn't a fan of Mike Brown, but uh, I, I'm not blaming Mike Brown for this.
1: Well, go ahead. Who do you blame for this? And do you think I, Mike Brown I, I, should I have been fired?
0: Well, he he had had a complete team, but one time on the floor together, uh, you know, you do take a. Actually, I, I I'm gonna go all the way back to them letting Andrew Bynum go. They broke up the nucleus of this team. Uh, they have Andrew no. Bynum was a nucleus of the team. Listen, if you recall. Last season, the six games while Kobe Bryant was out, they still won with Andrew Bynum. Am I right? That's correct. But, again, I mean, he can, Kobe was out. He can, uh, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, they went through all off-season uh, trying to get Dwight Howard, which was injured, and we know how his attitude was last year. They went and got Steve Nash, which we know is over the hill. And you put all this together, and we've seen this before with the Lakers. When they, when they got Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Shaq, it didn't work. And I blame, And Mike Brown doesn't play. He, he managed to do pretty good in Cleveland. And if you look at his win-loss, count, his wins are more than a loss. I'm blaming the team, the players. The Lakers are just not a dynasty in, in, anymore. People need to realize that. There are teams that are much better now and uh that, 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 that it is what it is and i'm not blaming mike brown whatsoever i don't care who coaches this team. that that you know they're going to get better but they would have been owing and four with anybody else i put a 100%, 100% and four, i put a i do believe that
1: i put 100% of the blame on mike brown and i'm going to tell you why okay why is that with mike brown i, I am i have not sold one and not one Part of me is sold on the fact that Mike Brown is a good NBA coach. Even the job he did in Cleveland was okay, but let's keep in mind he had LeBron James at the time, and the East was not the East that we know right now. The East was okay, totally well, different he like, has Kobe back Brandt then. Now. Different. Oh, th- that's my point. You had LeBron James in a depleted Eastern Conference that was not that good. Well, you can in Cleveland win some games with LeBron. You couldn't get it done then. You go to LA with Kobe Bryant and even the team last year, Andrew Bynum and also Meta World Peace and, and everyone that and he they had made and the playoffs. They made the playoffs but they couldn't get it done then as well either. And we know his inconsistencies with the way he handled the situation with Andrew Bynum last year. Let's not forget that. Then so, you come so into you, this you, season. You blaming him, you blame him for finish. not winning the
0: championship last year?
1: Then, then you come into this season. And you start the preseason 0-8. You want to implement a new Princeton offense. You get the best, one of the best running point guards, one of the best point guards to ever play the position in the NBA. Two-time MVP Steve Nash who pushes the ball, and now you want to slow the ball up. There there is never never a time have you seen, whether Nash is with Dallas or with Phoenix, have you ever seen Nash walk the ball up the court? which is what the Princeton offense entails, is more of a read style offense, reading the defense, making the pass, sharing the ball. That's not what Steve Nash does. He doesn't do that. So for you to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Los Angeles Lakers and try to switch it up to a Princeton style, half-court offense, you got Dwight Howard, you've got Kobe Bryant, you've got all these pieces to work with, and as a head coach, you need to be able to make it work. Now to his now one thing I will say about the players, you got Dwight Howard coming back early from an injury. He's not a hundred percent. You've got Stephen Nash. who's only been healthy for about two of the four games when he played. You've got Cole from a injury as well. So I understand that. But if you're Mike Brown, the head coach, what did it for me was that press conference we set in before the game when when he was asked specifically, when do you expect? the team to be good. You even asked him yourself about the chemistry of the team, and his response to those questions didn't sit well with me at all, saying that he respects the team to play well in January or December. This is Los Angeles. This is not Cleveland. You can't wait till December or January
0: to start winning games. Okay, okay. I, I understand your point. But name one coach in his first year or two actually won a championship, very few. And, you, you know, you, 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 look what you got. Okay, Dwight Howard just had back surgery. You don't expect him to be 100%. Kobe Bryant has been limping in. And yeah. and he's old. He's made, played for 17 years. You have Maddenwell Peace, which is a head case to begin with. And, 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 you know, the Lakers haven't won a championship in the last two or three years. So, actually, why can't it be the Lakers who just wasn't that good to begin with and you try to make a team out of, out, out of a bunch of old guys. We, everybody in the league knows that Steve Nash has a bad back. I didn't see people knocking down doors to pick up Steve Nash at, at what, what he's thirty-six.
1: Am I right? Yeah, he's right in their in range. Yes. Okay,
0: and uh, Paul Gasol, like he does every year in the playoffs, he disappears. And the nucleus of that team, if you look back on it, was Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum was the big man inside. They had Sessions last year as a point guard and went to the finals because of Andrew Bynum. Now you have Dwight Howard. You have Steve Nash. You have Kobe Bryant. And that's the team. That The bench is, it hadn't contributed anything.
1: Let so me ask you one I, I think question the Lakers
0: though. messed up when they messed that team up. And I'm not going to put all the blame on Mike Brown because Mike Brown is respected around the league by every coach out there, every general manager out there. They all have respect on him. They don't so, mean
1: he that, can I coach. I mean he,
0: he couldn't get it to work, and we'll see if the next coach can get it work. And I don't know who that, that's going to be. That
1: doesn't mean he can. That does not mean he can coach. It's because he respected. I mean, he come from. He comes from that Greg Popovich tree. You know, he learned under Greg Popovich in, in San Antonio. But that doesn't mean and that he, he not have a and he's respected. mean? He, he doesn't coach. have no a problem. Let me ask you this question, though. With the team that they have put together, Kobe Bryant, Gasol, Dwight Howard, Metta World Peace, Steve Natt, this the starting five alone, is that team, should that team be 1-12? No. Okay. That's all I'm
0: saying. That's all I'm saying. Should that do team I think be 1-12? Okay. Do I think Oklahoma's better? Do I think Miami's better? Yes. Do I think San Antonio's better? Yes. I, I I can name five teams that are better than the team you just named. Do you think they're better than Miami?
1: No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just asking the, the team should be 1 in 12. If you're 1 in 12, you, you, you're going to get fired in L.A. That's just the bottom line. You're, you are in L.A., you are going to get fired if you're 1 in 12. Any, anybody. He's going to
0: get fired. Well, they should have fired him at the end of the season, not five games in. Uh, uh, and we will see. You know, the jury's still out. It, 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 this, I think this team is just not that good. That's my so That
1: remains to be seen. The, the other point I want to make about the firing of Mike Brown, why I think it's a, a good idea and a good move for the Lakers, is because there are other coaches out there that are better than Mike Brown. And they're available. The talks have already started. As many people may or may not know, that Thursday, Phil Jackson was in the building talking with the Lakers brass. Now, granted, his fiance does work for the Los Angeles Lakers, so he does he is around the team a lot. But he was in there talking with uh, Mitch Kupchak and a couple of the Lakers uh, organization front office people. And then, of course, you got Mike D'Antoni, whose name's been thrown around as a possible replacement. Now
0: that which Mike could Brown is in New York. let me ask you something.
1: Do don't you think that Phil
0: Jackson or Mike D'Antoni are better coaches than Mike Brown? I I don't think Mike D'Antoni is. He had he was in New York. He couldn't do anything with Carmelo Anthony and company, and, and he was fired. So what makes you think he's going to succeed in L.A. Because he could. But, but let But Mike D'Antoni
1: is a guy that Kobe has vocally said and hinted around that he wanted to be a coach and they were looking for one before they hired Mike Brown. And that's how I forget how successful Steve Nash was as a two-time MVP under Mike Brown, under Mike D'Antoni.
0: Well, how long ago so, so that, So why not bring
1: him right? to that system and run that system, that style of offense, the up-and-down game, the high-scoring, the high-flying offense that Mike D'Antoni runs? Because you, don't, oh, he,
0: he, 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 because you don't have the same thing you had in Phoenix. Steve Nash is not healthy. We know every time he go out, he's laying down, trying to have his back. Uh, you had a young guy, Andrew Bynum, uh, and uh, I, I, listen, we, we could go on and on about this, but the fact of the matter is the players play and coaches coach. I can equate the same thing with the Cowboys. Uh, we, we, we talk about uh, Jason Garrett, but Jason Garrett is not on the field, and, and we know he's not a great coach. And and, and I'm not going to put that tag on Mike Brown. This is my opinion. I think the Lakers aren't that good. Everybody just, because they got Dwight Allen and Steve Nash automatically gave them the championship. You have to earn the championship. You have to earn the
1: championship.
0: I don't think think this team is that good. That
1: all remains to be seen, and we'll find out just how good this team is going to be or how good this team is. Your your cowboy analogy was a pretty good one, except there's no one on the Cowboys equal to the caliber of Kobe Bryant on there. So let's let's just not even use the Cowboys as a reference when dealing with the Los Angeles Lakers because there and are and no the players Kobe on the Cowboys. Are anyway,
0: we saw the same thing with Michael Jordan. You know, you know, uh, he went to the Washington Wizards, and everybody that was a totally different situation. That was totally different. That was totally okay. different, totally
1: different. Okay. We'll find out how good the team is. I am glad Mike Brown's gone. Let me just go on record and say that. I don't so think who, he's who, a very good coach. So I, I think, think they'll
0: he's going to be the
1: next head coach? I think it's going to be Phil Jackson or Mike D'Antoni. And and really I'm leaning towards uh, uh, D'Antoni, only because Phil's going to be there. And, and if it's Phil's decision. If he decides to come back, he'll be there. If not, Mike D'Antoni will probably be the next.
0: Got to go. That's just my opinion. And, so, but. And, and and my sources tell me that Phil would probably make $15 million to coach the rest of this season with the Lakers. And, you know, does he want to come back? And why did he leave, you know, at the time he left? You know, we have to equate all that. And uh, if he turns it down, they would probably go to D'Antoni. But I, I think Brian Shaw should have got the job from the get-go. He hmm. he was with Phil. He was with those great teams. He's been with Kobe Bryant. That's who should have been the coach. But, of course, they skipped over him for some reason whatsoever. And, he had you know, I don't know what it is about Shaw that people don't want him to coach. He still hasn't got a head coaching job. But yeah. I thought, you know, that he was the best candidate at the time for that job. Having been with Phil Jackson, having been around Kobe Bryant, he knows these guys, he knows his system. I thought he would have been a better coach from the get go. The Lakers made a mistake. They tried to experiment; it didn't work. I think the experiment they're trying with these players is not going to work. We saw this with Carl Malone, Gary Payton, and Shaq. Uh, they were expected to win. They didn't win a championship. They got blowed out. And and we uh, like I say, time will tell whether this team is built for a championship or not. And I don't personally don't think they are. I, like I said, I can name five teams that are better. I don't think they can beat Oklahoma City. They they couldn't beat the Mavericks. And I think they. they I don't think they can beat the Mavericks if they play tomorrow. I think, I think you'll be very, very surprised. I, I really do. But,
1: but again, we'll see. The rest of the city got a long season to go, so we'll find out what they do in the coaching move uh, and, and where they go from here. So, uh, again, a huge story breaking in sports. We had to do a show and talk about that since we covered the NBA so well. Make sure you go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, for more NBA talk, more NBA stories also. And, and you can actually watch our trip to L.A. and watch Mike that, Brown's press conference yeah. that we're talking about on our website and also kind of see how the season started with the Lakers. And, again, they're gonna, they're still in headlines. They're going to be a hot topic for the rest of the season until they find a the know, You
0: know, you brought up a good point. You know, it would be good to go back and watch that interview. And you write some of the things he said. I, I do question. Uh, you know, he was. He, you know, they they hadn't wanted to preach to the game, but he was so relaxed about it. You know, and at ease. Like you know, it's going to happen, but mm-hmm. uh, so far it hadn't. And uh, they really don't have a bench. So if any one of those players you name go down, they're in trouble anyway. Well,
1: the coaches down, and, and I've been I waiting right? on this day. I've been waiting on this day since they hired him. And I know that's a bad thing to say, but as a Kobe Bryant fan, I've been waiting on this day since, since they hired him. So you think Shaw should have got the job? Yeah, yeah I think Shaw should have had a chance. I really do. I don't know if Shaw right. is a coach, but I think he would have definitely had a chance. And, see, the thing is the Lakers have a win-now mentality. They don't want to wait until January or December. They need to win now. They understand that. They need a coach that understands it as well, not someone waiting until the end of the season for his
0: team to the jail and then a Brandy Wallace. So and, and, and why, why why can't it be that the NBA has gotten that much better that other teams have gotten that much better well, that the Lakers the case, aren't the though. dominant team anymore? I don't, I don't they hadn't the been case. in a, they they had they not won a championship. The Mavericks swept them. Oklahoma City swept them. That says something. That team was on the decline anyway.
1: No, I don't think that's the case. We'll, we'll talk more about that, of course, next week.
0: Let's jump into our NFL picks real
1: fast to we'll go ahead and get our picks going for Week Ten of the NFL. We didn't pick in Week uh, Eight and Nine, so we got to make up for that by picking in Week Ten. Again, guys, these picks are for recreational purposes only. So that means if you lose, you can't sue us. But if you win, you need to break us off. You need to give us Shannon a front. piece there. So let's That's jump right into it. You got the Giants and the Bengals. The Giants going on the road. They are favored by four points. Royce, who are you picking here?
0: Well, I can't see the Giants losing two games in a row. They lost the last week. They put in the bounce back, and I, I'm going to go with the Giants.
1: Okay, you're going to take the Giants. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants as well. They've got a three and one record at home, and the Bengals have a one and three. Record. I'm sorry, the Giants have a 3-1 record on the road, and the Bengals have a 1-3 record at home, which means, to me, I think the Giants will win the game. All right, you got the Titans taking on the Dolphins, and this game is going to be in Miami. The Dolphins are 2-1 at home, have a winning record there. And the line in this game in Vegas is Miami by six.
0: Wow. You know, this is a hard pick for me, but, you know, the Dolphins have shown me something, and uh, Tennessee. Uh, I, I can't see them winning in Miami. Tennessee is playing great. I'm, I'm going with Miami. Okay. No, I'm going
1: to take uh, Miami as well too. But what really, what really will be interesting in this game is to find out how the team reacts after last week when the uh, owner Bud Adams called everybody out for their performance at Absolutely. home. And we know the coaches on the high seat, along with everyone else as well too. So we're gonna we're gonna see their best effort, but I just don't think it's gonna be good enough to beat Miami at home. All right, then you got the Lions taking on the Vikings. This will be in Minnesota inside the dome. The Vikings have a four and one record at home, and they'll take on the Lions to a four and four, trying to get their way back into a possible wild card berth in
0: the playoffs. And Detroit, on the road, is favored by three in this game. Well, I'm going to go against the line on this one. I'm going to pick Minnesota upset. I always say as long as you have Percy Harmon on the team, you got a chance to win. This guy is dynamite.
1: You know what? I'm going to take the uh, Vikings as well, too, but for a different reason. Adrian Peterson, close to 1,000 yards, just shy of right. 1,000. Leading the league in rushing right now, who'd have thought that after coming back from a horrific injury last year, and now here he is coming back early and and leading the league at rushing. That's an amazing, amazing story for him. Uh, then you got the Bills taking on the Patriots. This is a AFA, AFC East matchup. The the Patriots are at home, but they've lost at home this season. It's not it's not you know the untouchable. Uh, win to get one on the on the road in, in uh, Foxborough, so now the Bills come to town, and we saw what happened when they played each other first. It was a shootout that the Patriots ended up winning by scoring a ton of points in the fourth quarter. The line on this game, Royce, is New England by 12 at home.
0: I'm going to go with that because uh, one thing I know about the Patriots, after a bye week, they don't lose. They had a week off. They Everybody got healthy. They licked their wounds. And I look for them to start making their run for the playoffs. I'm going with New England.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take New England here as well, too. So, pretty easy picks to go so far.
0: Now, let's get to some better picks. How about
1: the Falcons taking on the Saints? The Saints at home coming off an impressive win. and trying to crawl their way back into the NFC race. And a lot of people are picking the Saints to win for some reason. And Atlanta's favored by only two, although they are undefeated on
0: the season so far. I, I'm gonna say the Packers keep rolling it along, get another win. I can't uh I'm not sold on New Orleans. I'm gonna say Atlanta wins another game Sunday. I say give Broke me New the Orleans in the upset win. Oh. at home.
1: I think that I think the offense is playing fine if they can get just a few things done on defense. I think they could pull it off and knock off the Falcons and, and give them their first loss of the season, giving the Saints in the upset there. All right, you got the Chargers and the Buccaneers. The Chargers are at 4 and 4. The Buccaneers are 4 and 4 as well, both of them have a 2 and 2 record on the road and at home. This game is in Tampa Bay
0: and the line is Tampa Bay by 4. Tampa Bay looked real good last week. San Diego is still a mystery to me. I'm going with Tampa Bay.
1: Hmm. Kind of hard to go against Tampa Bay after you saw what Doug Martin did last That's week easy. putting up all those yards. Right. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay to win the game as well, too. Uh, another early game, we got so many games coming on early on Sunday. That's the Broncos and the Panthers. The Broncos at 5-3, and three. the Panthers are 2-6, and six coming off their win over Washington, uh, beating RG3. Now they got to go up against Peyton Manning, a totally different type of quarterback, one that's going to hurt you with the arm primarily. Well, that's what he's going to do. And Peyton, tough of the season he's had, he's thrown for two twenty-four hundred yards, 20 right. touchdowns, not going up against his Panthers defense. Give me the Broncos all day long here.
0: I'm going with the Broncos. They are my pick to win the West. I'm sticking with them.
1: Your pick to win the AFC West?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: All uh, right, then you got the Raiders and the Ravens. The Ravens, they're still 6 and 2. They're undefeated at home. They haven't lost a home game in, in over two seasons now. They take on the Raiders, and I think that the Ravens will win this game also, especially after having a visit from Ray Lewis this week coming in to pump up the team. Terrell Suggs has been very vocal about what the team has to do to ride this mission all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm giving the Ravens the win here, and they are actually favored by nine and a half, and I think that's about right against the Raiders.
0: This is my upset pick of the week. I'm going with the Raiders. On the road? Upset wow. pick of the week. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big upset. I, I, I think the, the Ravens are just too banged up, man. I, I, I really do. I think it's a big upset. Let's get to the late games now, the Jets
1: and the Seahawks. This game is in Seattle, which the, right now the Seahawks are undefeated at home. I don't think that changes here. And I think the Seahawks will win the game. The line in this game is Seahawks by seven. And I think it will be more than that. I think they'll dominate the Jets on the road on the, at home.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going with the Seahawks. It's hard to win up in Seattle. And uh, I think Russell Wilson grew up the last couple of weeks. I, I, you know, he's eight games under his belt. I, I look for him to have a great second-half season. I'm going with the C-O. All right. And
1: the game that matches the, the two, three, and five teams of the NFC East, the Cowboys and the Eagles. And believe it or not, Royce, this line is even. <laughs> Both of, of these course. teams have a lot of problems. And what, somebody's got to win this game. And whoever wins this game has a chance of having a decent season or at least being out of the top of Sports Center, out of the top of ESPN, out of the top of everything else for one week with all the problems and stuff that they're having. Both coaches on the hot seat, both quarterbacks on the hot seat, both teams on the hot seat.
0: I'm interested to see who you pick here. You know, it's hard for me to pick this game. Philadelphia and Dallas, I mean, it's really hard because <laughs> if you look at both these teams are bad. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to pick Philadelphia to upset the Cowboys simply by the fact that at some point, one of these teams is going to get it together, and I think it's going to be Philadelphia's do or die for them, Michael Vick and company. And I'm going to say upset. I think they beat the Cowboys because I cannot hang my hat on the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I thought I long and hard it. about this game. As a cowboy fan, as an
1: avid cowboy fan that I am, I thought long and hard about this game. And I, you know what? I'm picking the Eagles to win the game.
0: Oh, you're picking wait the Eagles to wait win. A minute. Wait a minute, let me repeat that. You're picking the Eagles to beat the Cowboys? I'm
1: picking the Eagles to beat the Cowboys because I think Andy Reid's a better coach than Jason Garrett. And I think that's going to make the biggest difference in the game. I think that they they had a better week of practice. I like Andy Reid. He's been in situations like this before. He's been in the high seat before. And I think this is the game where he really makes his mark. He's too good of a coach to lose his game. And I think that he's going to teach Jason Garrett and the Cowboys a lesson on clock management, how to really call plays. And I think they figured out some kind of way. Now, the biggest concern, of course, or biggest advantage for Dallas is going to be the offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles. They only have one guy that they expected to start or play this season. The offensive line still left. It's going to play tomorrow. Um, Everyone else is out with injury, out for the season, out for that particular game. So the Dallas Cowboys, if they are not able to get a pass rush and win it on defense, it's over. It's over for the season for them.
0: Wow. I mean, I'm surprised the phone line hadn't lit up with that pick. Now, feel, feel, well, we'll <laughs> they are like that.
1: i wrap this up. They are like
0: that. I can't Listen. believe you picked it. But, but you know, you're absolutely right. And I think that's what made the decision for me is uh, I had to look at both coaches. And I, Jason Garrett, to me, I, has been terrible this year as far as managing. I'm going with Philadelphia, but I'm surprised hear you say that. Yeah, let's read
1: yeah. through the last few of them. Um, we got the Rams and the 49ers. 49ers at home. They're favored by 13 here. Give me the 49ers to win. Royce, who do you have here?
0: I'm going with the 49ers.
1: All right. And then the Sunday night game is going to have the Texans taking on the Bears. Big game here. Both teams are 7 and 1. And the line in this game, you got Vegas saying it's Houston by 1. And you got ESPN saying
0: it's Chicago by 1. So to me, that's even. Who's your pick here? Listen, this, this, this is the game of, of the week to me. I, I like both of these teams. Ah, uh, man, I like Chicago's defense. I, I also like Houston's defense. I, 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 I I'm going to go with Chicago on this.
1: Well, they done, you, you told me that Houston, Texas, were a team to beat in the AFC.
0: Well, I know they're not going to win every game. I, I think Chicago's on a roll. Uh, if Jay Cutler gets away, either quarterback can get hot. But uh, I just believe Chicago's defense is just a little bit better. They, they oh, have didn't. so many. They have so many takeaways. I mean, they, they're leading the league in, in scoring points. So any mistake on Eastern part, you know, a turnover or something probably be a score for Chicago. It's going to be a close game, but I, I think Chicago defense. Leading the league in takeaways and touchdowns. Yeah, they're on their way to set a
1: actual uh, record for right. a point score by a defense. They want to score nine touchdowns, and they already have uh, seven, so they're pretty close. Give me the Bears to win the game as well. Two at home, I think they'll pull off the uh, pull off the win here and show their dominance, and not just the NFC, but also in the NFL as well. So we'll pick on we'll pick Monday night's game on Monday morning on our Monday morning show. So make sure you tune in Monday morning for another episode of our show, another tape, another podcast. Make sure you also go to rfsportsradio.com dot com to follow us there, and also follow us on Twitter at twitter dot com slash rfSportsRadio. For myself and for Ross, we thank you guys for listening. Keep listening. Keep supporting sports talk from a fan's perspective. Good night.